don't dress as yourself at a Halloween party. The events that I'm about to tell you took place on last year's Halloween. I've never talked about this before because I'm not one of those people who enjoys dwelling on their own misery. That being said, I'm somewhat divided. For the most part, I'm actually looking forward to this year's celebration. And I'm feeling a little guilty because I would like to hear what I'm about to say from someone else. I mean, I guess I wouldn't have believed it, but even still, it's Halloween. Now, Halloween does have its way to suspend our disbelief. So I would like to give myself some credit here. Maybe, just maybe, I would have had a second thought of my brilliant idea to dress up as myself at this fucking party. So I'll not provide any information about myself for obvious reasons, but I'll say that I'm a very average American boy the late years from my graduation. And as much as I never considered myself model material, I was in check with the gym and never had problems finding myself good company. Actually, I'm very happy not to stand out that much because most people will pass me over without giving me a second look. And it's a huge blessing. In fact, we could have met each other at Walmart. You'll never be aware of my existence. I would also mention that I was raised in a very traditional Catholic household, which is why I used to not enjoy Halloween that much in the first place and always felt embarrassed dressing up. I know, this is very sexist of me. And although I, I've grown a lot of my bias, I've had a hard time on that one. I used to feel like dressing up was such a girly thing to do, and I ended up being embarrassed to wear any costume or makeup, which is why I always dress up as myself to any party where a costume was mandatory. Yes, I know, there's nothing clever about it, and it's not really a costume. But I used to just dumb it out. I'm a guy and I'm somewhat used to people giving me that look for 15 minutes or so before they move on and go back to their business. So I walked away with it for years and it never occurred to me that this could have been a real problem until it was. So I used to love to hang out with my friends and mostly of all, I just couldn't say no to a good booze. So I actually enjoyed attending Halloween parties and always show up dressed as myself to any occasion where I managed to be invited. At that time, I was dating this hot babe from uni that I would call Jay. Because like I said, I'll not hand over any information that might lead to my real identity. She was really sweet and super hot. So it's not a surprise that everyone just loved her. Which is why she always gets an invitation to the best parties around campus. So when she called me to invite me to last year's Halloween party, I was up to game and just wore my regular costume, which is no costume, as usual. She texted me the address and we arranged to meet at the party. I was somewhat relieved by that because that way I could have just spared myself against any costume intervention that she might have attempted and just denied giving her any pick of me by the pretext that I wanted to surprise her with my cleverness. Well, saying that she didn't like my outfit would have been a massive understatement. She obviously put a lot of work on her angel's attire, did her makeup and her hair to match her costume, 
and I could tell, even if not being my thing, that she puts a lot of hard work on her look. Well, I basically pick my favorite t-shirt and a comfortable pair of jeans and call it a day. So I was super underdressed. But even so, I didn't expect her to feel so offended by what she described as a complete lack of etiquette. And for me, embarrassing her in front of everyone like that. While the other couples coordinate their costumes and follow the only rule that the host imposed. So I stand for the fact that it was a clever idea and we got into an argument. I mean, it was just an excuse at first, but I already had a couple of beers and I was unwilling to let it go. So instead of apologizing and moving on, kept my instance more than I should have. And it was too late to cut it loose. However, she was smarter than that and saw right through my lies, which made me make up more facts which was not a good idea at all. I told her that I was, in fact, looking forward to a costume contest because I believed that I had a serious chance to win. She laughed at me and I felt very humiliated. At this point, I should have called it a day and gone straight to my home, but I didn't. I'm not sure if it was the urge to make my date believe in my honesty or if I was just upset that I joined the row and waited for my turn in front of all those strangers clearly invested in presenting the best outfit that they're capable of. There's this guy right in front of me. He was wearing a red carnival mask, decorated with a delicate brocade that matches all the voluminous, ruffled layers of black fabric wrapped around his neck. He was matching with some sort of Prince Pecky structured jacket, coordinated with the gold button locks and chains and a velvet cap attached to his shoulders. Everything in him was very fancy and legit, which was odd because it didn't look like a costume at all. Then there was a little girl wearing one of those handmade translucent skirts and a beautiful pair of butterfly wings wrapped around her shoulders. There were tiny white flowers on her beautiful chocolate braids and she was carrying a handmade fairy wand that she kept waving from one side to the other making the colorful ribbons knotted over the glitter stars on the top of the prop fly. She even had some velvet bags attached to her golden belt filled with a bright powder that she blew on the jury and some flower petals scattered across, which was very cute. Finally, there was this party hoster and while he was wearing a very nice Dracula costume, I found out that what was intriguing about him was his stick figure and not necessarily the white ink that he splattered over his face or the realistic fans that he was wearing. There was something strange on his brody piercing green eyes. It was definitely a party that I remember. Often everyone there brought their absolute A game so I was extremely underdressed and ashamed. Even so I was so stubborn and seeing Jay staring at me almost like she was waiting for me to bail out. Got on my nerves so I puffed my chest high the way that my old man used to do and stood my ground. Until it was my turn with the jury. I must say that I regretted it as soon as I saw myself exposed in the middle of the masked guard folk, pointing, laughing, and mocking. All of them watching me in my normal regular clothes, struggling to keep my cool. <laughs> but even so, there was nothing left to do besides wait for it to end quickly. But of course, it's never that simple. The host kept looking at me and I could tell you that he was really upset. 
So he raised his hand asking everyone else to stop. Look what we've got here. Oh my. Do you mind explaining what you're thinking about when you picked your costume, my boy? I was in shock because to me, it was pretty much a self-explanatory costume. I decided to dress as myself, sir. Dracula just looks at me with a manic smile and shakes his head as he was asking me to keep going, which I felt compelled to do. I, uh, I was thinking that everyone will be a witch, a demon, or a vampire, and oh well, bad choice of word, I guess. At that point, I was about to stop and apologize, but the host just took the microphone away to reply to me. No, no, please, please, just go on, he said. Then he puts the device near me again, and I felt my voice shaking as I replied. And, and I thought nobody else would dress as myself, so it looks like a good idea. Shit, it was even more dumb as I wrote it down, but things just happened to be that way. As I finished my explanation, the host started talking again. His voice was really powerful, and I felt that he actually does have some sort of accent. Although it was something almost unnoticeable until that point. Oh, that's amazing. So you figure out the best way to stand out in the crowd? Conventional choices of costumes and you should outsmart us because no one has ever had this brilliant idea to come here dressed as themselves. <laughs> and even if they do, folks, even if they do, they're not dressed for you specifically because you're a really unique guy. Despise your very basic wardrobe. He started to apologize again, but no one heard it. And he cut me off saying, no, don't be sorry for being clever, boy. You know what? You're absolutely right. Here, this is the prize. Take it. Before I could say anything else, he shoved a golden beer bug shaped as a skull on my chest. The girl dressed up as a fairy started to sob heavily. And before their parents reached her, she hit me on the back with her wand, screaming that I was not even trying and that she worked so hard. Other people started to complain too. And before I could think about it, devil with the red mask grabbed me and dragged me to the bar where everyone else started to argue with the host. The bar was far enough that those people lost sight of me, something that made me very grateful. Then my phone started to get bombarded with new messages, all of them from Jay. He called me an asshole for ruining the contest. I was shocked because up to this day, I never realized how she had it figured out. Since I never replied, she sent me a final anonymous text, wishing that I would enjoy my prize while I can. Now saying that I was pissed off would be the understatement of the century. I was publicly humiliated. I lost my date and even got hit by a little girl. It was a hell of a night so far. I did have a gold beer mug though, and I decided to follow Jade's advice just for the mockery. But I was suffering. 
and I was in need of good company. At that party, it was unlikely that I would have found anyone else that would be willing to drink with me. Honestly, I barely remember anything about that talk aside from a few lines. First, he complimented me for winning and told me that my idea isn't that bad. In fact, he told me that I was really bold and took the hate like a champion. Not much later, he ordered me a special drink and then the alcohol hit and everything else was a blur. At some point, I started to feel pins and needles over my arms and legs and my neck started to itch and I got nauseated and lightheaded. I left the party with my beloved mug walking because it was not too far from my rented home. I guess I got that unsettling feeling that someone was following me. But I'm not sure if it actually happened or if I just imagined this part because of what happened later. Anyway, finally arrived home and crashed on my bed without even bothering to take a bath or change my clothes. I fell asleep and woke up in the middle of the night feeling feverish and weak. Couldn't move my body and the itch sensation spread across my whole entire body. I could barely breathe and felt my hands and feet swollen. Then I passed out and woke up again just to notice that I felt even worse. As much as I could have liked to ask for help, I couldn't move my mouth and the only sound that I was capable of performing was a low, hoarse moan. Things, things started to escalate fast after that. I woke up a few more times, but the time that I was capable of remaining conscious was lowered by a few minutes each time. I noticed that I was soaked in sweat. I could barely breathe and what's worse, my whole body felt pulsing. The feeling was very similar to the one that you have when you accidentally get pricked by thorn, but it's happening everywhere. There was severe pain, heat waves, and my nose started to drip pus. Then it happened, with my eyes too, and I noticed to my horror that my vision was totally blurred. It was clear as day outside my window, but I could only see some fogged, undescribable figures. One of those figures started to look like a human shape that got near me, but after I was able to see who it was, my conscience faded again to my dreamless sleep. At that point, I was completely terrified and I was certain that I would not be able to make it, either because of this odd disease or by the actions of that person. Sometimes I recall those events and I'm pretty sure that I was truly relieved when I assumed that this invader would kill me. I think that I felt some cold, sharp instrument cutting through my skin, mainly in my neck, and I feel something hot and thick running down my body, but again, it could just be my mind playing tricks on me, because I'm almost certain that I would have been incapable of actually feeling any of those things at this point, but the last time I fell asleep. Are you scared of the Illuminati? When I woke up, I was feeling better. My skin was feeling a little weird though, as if I was wearing a rubber suit or something like that. In fact, I could barely feel my clothes over my body. It was highly insensitive and it caused me concern. As soon as I realized that I was able to get up, I did it and I walked straight to my bathroom mirror to check myself out. What I saw was just the good old me. The party outfit was wet, dirty, and tinted by a foul-smelling brown substance that made me want to puke. So I stripped it down and kicked it to the curb 
I bathed myself and I started to worry again. And I realized the numbness did not change at all. I could barely feel the heatness of the water falling over my skin, as if I was covered by a protective coat or something like that. Then, touching myself, I discovered a very subtle incision at my whistle. <gasps> it was presented on both my hands. The cut was very clean and precise, outlining my hands perfectly. <gasps> but then I realized how much I needed to figure out what happened to me. I poked my fingers on that cut and found out that I was capable of sticking it behind my skin. There was no blood at all, just a terrible smell that overtook the soaps one. Pulled it and my skin just went off like a glove, relieving all the muscles behind it. But instead of it being reddish and vivid in color as one would expect, it was very dark brown. I removed the skin of my other hand and was capable of feeling the texture of what was beneath. It was like I was touching a high textured leather, following the pattern of a muscular fiber, tendons, and veins. At that point, I was desperately wanting to cry, but there were no tears. And in fact, I realized that I wasn't blinking at all. So I ran to the mirror again and noticed another incision on my neck. I pulled it off and it went off like a latex mask, revealing my muscular, horrible face. As you might have guessed, the same happened to my whole body and I just stripped myself out of my skin and I started to feel the world around me again. I don't know what has happened to me, but I've turned into a terrible monster. At that point, I checked my phone again and there were several texts from my friends and my parents concerned about me disappearing from the face of the world for three whole days. For hours, I went through it over and over again, and I wished to die. But I would never do something like that because my parents believe that it is the ultimate sin, and I don't want to go to hell. I was hungry. There's nothing to eat at my home, so I tried something very stupid. I went all the way to the bathroom, took my hand skin, and tried to wear it. Surprisingly, it fits perfectly well, and I decided to wear the rest of me. Looking directly to my reflection, it was very easy enough to catch that there was something really off with my face. My eyelids didn't work anymore, and it was odd and unsettling, as it should be. But if people didn't glare at me for way too long, they would not figure it out. I asked for a pizza and tested my impression. The delivery man never realized anything was wrong, so I decided that I might be capable of keeping it under wraps and try to live my life up to some extent. Of course, sex is out of the table. My lips didn't work as well, but some people just wear masks due to the pandemic. That one's actually easy to hide. I bought a pair of sunglasses and changed my major to EAD and started to work remotely. Life isn't good at all but I deeply disliked dressing up and wearing a costume, even if it was my own skin. In fact, it's deeply uncomfortable to do so, and I could barely feel anything with it. <laughs> there was a point where my skin started to smell very badly, and I found out that it was infested with yeast. So I went online and did some research and sites dedicated to taxidermy, 
when I learned how to properly clean it and preserve it. Because I can't even imagine how screwed up it would be if I lost it by any reason. <laughs> After a year, I'm way more used to it than I was in the beginning. And I'm just trying to cope with it, which I find hard, but not impossible to do. I dug up some information and tried to figure out how it all happened to me. I could never find any information regarding Jay or anything out of the ordinary with the party host. I don't know if my mug was cursed, if I was hexed by a witch, or if it was the devil's deed as my parents would believe it if I were to tell them that. Hell, there are even those days that I even thought that the little fairy that hit me could actually be magical. Then I think that I have lost my mind. It must be a virus or something like that. I'm not sure, but I'm not contagious actually. But what really brings me joy and peace to my day is the fact that in a few days, I'll be able to attend another Halloween party. Halloween is just around the corner and I could finally be myself. After those stupid costumes 365 days a year. Well, not really, but even so, Every time I talk with a human being or leave my home in this time frame, and I'm pretty sure that I'll win the best costume contest two years in a row with the same concept that I did in the past, but with all the controversy, I guess I'm trying to see the silver line here, but honestly, I'm devastated. And I want the same thing to happen to me that's happened to somebody else. So please, for goodness sake, don't dress as yourself at a Halloween party.